Welcome, welcome, welcome to Run Mama Run. I'm your host, Michelle Schroff. Run Mama Run is a community of women that love, cheer, and desire the absolute best for each other. Give us a follow on Instagram, runmama.run, and Facebook, and our website. Welcome to Run Mama Run. Today, we have our special guest, Savannah Bronis. Hello. My girl. We are recording episode number three today, and we are so thankful to have Savannah here. We um, did our two-part series I had discussed previously that <laughs> we went around the table, and I was listening to the podcast. We were doing editing, and I thought, you know, it's really hard to tell us all apart. We all sound very similar, <laughs> and it probably wasn't fair to everyone to try and listen and figure out who's talking. And then I was like, you know... Should I have had everyone say their name first? <laughs> but that would have been like, what, third grade? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> third grade. So, Savannah, just, just to start us off, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, where you are in the fam, and, and um, I don't know, just something interesting that you'd like to share. Well, I am the oldest of all 10 kiddos. Um, Funny enough, I married an only child, <laughs> and my Poor husband, <laughs> yeah, he inherited um, all nine of my siblings pretty quickly. Um, That's right. Yeah, we he got did. married when I was 19. We had our first baby when I was 21. <laughs> were you 21? I was 21. I think so. You were only 20, Savannah. You're 24 right now. I was definitely only 20. (laughs) 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 We got married in uh, 2015. We had him in 2016. See there? Yeah. See there? Mm -hmm. I knew. I knew. Yep. And now we have um, three beautiful children. Two boys and a girl. Yeah. And and, and how old? Um, Three, two, and she'll be 10 months this month. That's right. A couple days. Yep. What, next week? On the 10th. Yeah. So awesome. Such beautiful kids. You guys are doing such a great job with those kids. You're you're too sweet. No, really. (laughs) Um, So, you know, um, when I think about when you were a little girl, I always think um, I could uh, I could die and um, you could take over (laughs) because you were such a little mama. Growing up, you were you were the one that there were times kids would get hurt and I don't do blood. I pass out. um, So. Savannah would take over one time. Didn't you like give your dad stitches? Yes. Yeah. Remember, you remember that? Yes. What, what happened? I was eight. We were, you were eight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were out, um, chiseling out shark's teeth and there was one sticking out of the, um, chunk of sand, I guess. And it fell on dad and sliced him open. I will never forget that. And I was having, having a book study. study. That's right. <laughs> And I come into the the kitchen and dad is green and you're standing over him and I start yelling at you. What are you doing to your dad? Hey, it's stitched up nicely. He's all good. He said that's his favorite (laughs) scar. Good. So not only were you a little mama, you were a little surgeon. Yes. <laughs> and at that point, we we really just knew you were called to the medical field. And I think you still are to some degree. Yeah. Like you've been in the room during deliveries and most of your friends. And I don't think it's just because you know a lot about um, surgery or, no. or, or the medical. <laughs> but I truly believe that you bring a calm to situations Mm -hmm. you're very um you have a very quiet gentle spirit which is interesting for a firstborn (laughs) (laughs) 
and it's funny too because you are the little mama, but you are definitely um, most like dad. Would you yeah, agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're very similar to dad. You you were kind of like um, the first son. Even yep. no <laughs> offense to Moses because Moses <laughs> is the first son, and he's how many years younger than you? Four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's four years. He's 20. Yes. So he's four years younger than you. Yep. And poor kid, because, you know, um, he he came in and you were the the oldest son, too, because you would go hunting. I I took all the hunting and fishing trips. The lizard hunting. And I mean, it's insane. It's insane how much of a kindred spirit you are to dad and how much um, he really cherishes that. And you're really an adventurer at heart. I've noticed though, since you've had kids, you calm down a bit. (laughs) I think I'm more fearful. (laughs) Well, I just found out recently that when you were a kid, you would take my younger kids across the main highway bicycle riding to go get what chili fries or something they weren't supposed to tell you that (laughs) y'all are grown now and i was like we'd go to the river too oh they'd go to the river (laughs) that's so nice you know hey we're alive thankfully no one fell in right so do you have any adventures planned for the future adventures planned Mm. not right now no are you sure yep we are trying to got another baby get, coming no, that, are you sure no come on no, the plan is no okay um, well you know what you know the you <laughs> know the if you want to make god laughing stage of parenthood <laughs> oh what's that little kids not babies and diapers mm. we're gonna get past potty training with all three and that's true you just went through something pretty traumatic with your youngest with evie yes she had to be hospitalized yes do you remember the technical name of what it happened to her was insusception insusception yes which is basically the telescoping of her bowel so that means that could you please speak to people that don't know what <laughs> telescoping is because i sure don't um basically <laughs> it's when the larger part of the intestine overlaps the smaller part and oh. kind of sucks it in um, and then, of course, the swelling and irritation happens and swelling happens and then it causes a blockage. Mm, poor baby girl. Yes. And, a, and ultimately, they can usually treat it by blowing air into the intestine. Yes. But they tried that. They and tried that four times without success of um, permanently fixing it. It would relapse. So they just decided to go ahead and do surgery. So, mm. yeah. And, and of now course, she's good when, as they, when they did the surgery, it had... Um, fixed itself which was completely god yeah so, and they yeah. took her appendix and they said it was larger than the typical baby her age so maybe huh. that had something to do with it. we don't know but she's great but now she's good and and trying to, and trying to pull and up and know. walk and she, yes she needs to slow down i know i know it's crazy you know and it and i see it even in your family but even even and i'm not you know separating your family from ours but as far <laughs> as you know Obviously, we've got little branches of family now spread out and rooting other places. But I'd also say that you're the supportive one in our family and that you are always the one that comes alongside of us and cheers us on. And oftentimes I feel like you kind of get pushed in the background because of it, that you and you're and you never have said that to me or ever acted that way or or acted like I want to be in the front. But I don't. But it's so funny. I'm I'm impressed that you're even doing this interview and you've, 
you know but what? I it think makes it's because it easy because there's nobody else here. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's funny <laughs> because I I thought it was because <laughs> it was you were supporting you were supporting me. Well, yes, that too. Because you are you are just so supportive. You're sweet. And, no, it's tr- <laughs> it's true. And no matter what your sisters and brothers are doing, you always come alongside. You're always at the little kids' you know soccer games and volleyball games and cheering them on. And I just wanted you know everyone to know that not only are you the little mama because that's what we used to call you, she's little mama, um, but that you're also the person that comes alongside and just supports. And you're like that with your friends, your husband. Your husband's a pastor, so yeah, I knew I was going to marry a pastor. Yeah, so so maybe that's just well, maybe. the the heart that <laughs> you know you were given was to support. Also, what folks may not know about you, Savannah, second, your middle name is Michelle, mm-hmm. so you're named after me because you were born on my birthday, yep, my twenty fourth birthday. Look at that, your golden birthday. Um, that you are insanely crafty. I enjoy it. It's you fun. really are. And what is your new, your latest crafting design endeavor? Because what you'd been doing was you were like straight doing macrame plant hangers. Yeah. And, and I was like, you mean to tell me I spent $90 <laughs> on a, on a plant hanger and you were making them and you were like, oh, these are so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Because you have a you have a Instagram account. Yes. And it's called Plant and Rope. Plant and Rope. And you have just the most amazingly creative keychains and macrame hangers and wall hangings and you you literally are not afraid to try anything. Well, I figure if we fail then nobody else has to see it. <laughs> it just goes away. It's on the DL. It's just yeah. No no one needs to know. No. That's right. What 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 happens outside of Instagram land stays, stays yes. outside of Instagram land. Instagram is only for the highlights of my life. That's right. Family and close hey, friends get to know the Thankfully, other you're being honest at least. <laughs> Look at you. So ha- are Unless there any I'm other? asking for prayer. And then, That's, and then yeah. everybody you, knows. Open the window, yes. right? Now, you, wh- is there anything nice and creative that you're doing right now? As far I knew you were talking to Sailor about getting together and doing something. Lately, we well, I stained some like little plaques of wood, and we're going to be doing uh, string art. Ah, I'm wanting to call it thread art. It's string art. String art. Yeah, little huh. tack nails, and you do a little design and string it all together. You know what I've seen those? It's kind of like the United States, and then it'll have a heart in one state. Yeah. That you're missing someone and you're in another state. I love that. Totally will buy it after you make it, after not before. I make it. Because <laughs> I need a printer. Oh, <laughs> that's a good thing. That's a good thing to have when you're crafty, young lady. Right. So so what do you think? And I and I, I I I've been asking all of the girls, what do you think about the Run Mama Run podcast? Do you think I'm nuts? No. Nope. Or do you think it's valuable? Do you think it's something that there is a need for a community? for women to come together as we run our race. Absolutely. I think that it's been super valuable, even just for me um, and having that community. Uh, I think especially as a woman in 2020, and we talked a little bit about this on the last podcast, Mm -hmm. was how we are compared on social media and set to higher expectations. And I think hearing from real people and somebody who's been through it before, I think that it's really valuable and in supporting women. Mm-hmm. And even even 
you know, we're all, and, it, and it's so funny because, you know, you think, oh, we're all from the same family, but we all have so many different experiences and different, um, different trials that we've, we've um, been through, whether it be trials as a family, but trials maybe in your marriage right. or raising your children because you, because you are the oldest, you do have a husband, you mm-hmm. do have three kids, and you are fairly young to have Granted, I was 24 when I had you and you were my first child, but, you know, and that's, and it's not that that's unusual and that's something that, you know, everybody needs to aspire to do. But when you talk to, you know, to someone maybe in their forties that hasn't gotten married and had kids, you don't feel like you can really relate. But in reality, you are such an old soul and you've always been, even when you were a little girl, I remember telling dad, literally she's 10 years old crocheting in the next room. And I'm like, don't you want to have a sleepover or something? And she's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. So I think that, you know, be looking at just the external, you know, what we can all see, like you said, the, your highlights, we bring about an assumption and, you know, what is an assumption? It's, just, it, it's, it's not the truth. That's right. Always. Worst form of communication. That's right. It is the lowest form of communication. Good job quoting <laughs> Pastor Skip. <laughs> but it is and we assume things about people and I hope that in this community that we can be forthcoming and be honest and transparent and really pull each other up and then those that are doing well and are are winning accolades you know what I want us come alongside and support them and even women that may not even be in the race yet that may be sitting on the sidelines going I don't know if I want to get involved in this stuff or you know women haven't been good to me or I've been hurt or I'd rather hang out with guys because girls are catty and mean I mean how many times do you hear that so often I think also having it from a biblical standpoint Mm -hmm. and having women who are well grounded in um, Christ is going to make a huge difference. Yeah. Too. And I think as we go on and we're, you know, we record um, more and more episodes of the podcast and, you know, we collaborate more with folks that are writing blogs because we do mm-hmm. want, we do, we want to hear what you all have to say. You know, please send in your, your, your blog posts to us what you think about things that are happening right now, whether it be COVID or being quarantined or, or what may have happened when you were younger and you can see how that was used in your life today. Um, Cause I know for me with run mama run, I I've lived a lot of life in a short period of time and I hope to share experiences with folks, but I also hope to learn, but there are a lot of things in this world that I just really don't like and I want to change. And I know the only way that I can change them. Number one is I can talk about them all day long or I can actually do something about it. You know, with, with the podcast, like I'm, I am able to have folks on that we can, we can talk about these things, but you know, if, if I had a superpower and I could give you a wish and I, I've asked the other girls the same question and I'm not sharing with any of you what the other one said, (laughs) but if there were one justice in the world that you could change, what would it be? Um, my husband and I were talking about this Mm because it was, you sent me the question. I was like, Ooh, that's a, that's a deep one. Yes. I was talking to Taylor and he said, the one thing that you talk about the most and that really gets you fired up is how people care so much about animals more so than people. Mm. And I mean, coming from me, if anyone knows me personally, they know that I love animals. I, I mean, we have a whole menagerie at our house. Yeah. And tell, tell them what you're doing right now real quick. <laughs> and then you can, we can go back to this because this is important. But tell them what, tell them, no, no, no. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about, girl. 
In the incubator? Yeah, incubator. Because everybody has an incubator in their house. Two. We have two. Yeah. We, we're hatching quail eggs and duck eggs at the moment. Yeah. You know, frenzies. Right. Frenzies. <laughs> yeah. So, so animals and humans. Yes. And it breaks my heart that somebody will, I mean, literally drop thousands of dollars on an animal and care for them. And we have people who are hurting and are mm-hmm. dying mm-hmm. because we are we do it just so self-centered. Right, right. And and obviously, if you're a pet mom, love those pets. Spoil please, those pets. Because I love animals. Yeah, and I don't want those them pets. to be mistreated at but all. But when we're looking at it in the scheme of, you know, uh, humans and animals, we're not. We're definitely not downing people that, you know, take good care of their please, animals. No. Please, no. Please take care of them. I love them. And it really upsets me when you don't. Exactly. But... But you're seeing that children are, do you think that has to do with, um, is that something that probably bothered you because we did foster care for so many years and you saw I think how so children for came sure. to and us? Then, I mean, we've been, I've been on several mission trips. I can't even remember, mm-hmm. but seeing, I mean, there were dogs on the street and everything, and that used to break my heart so much, but then going into the orphanages and going mm-hmm. and people, mm-hmm. you see Facebook um, videos and stuff of people going and rescuing the dogs and bringing them to it, which I think is great and wonderful. Please, please, please do that. Yes. But there are children that are hurting. You wish the heart was the same. Yes. You the wish heart the heart was, was the yes. same. You're not saying 100%. don't do A, no. just do B. Yes. I get it. I get Correct. I feel the same exact way. I love animals. I love our, our pooch that we inherited. <laughs> and she is precious, even though she is an escape artist. And sometimes I want to wring her little neck. But she is very much like a child in the sense that, you know, she has little feelings. And, you know, we love her so much. And she wants to be close to us and love on us. And, and I joke that sometimes pets are more difficult than children, <laughs> you know? I have to agree. Yeah, People you too. are like, oh, get a puppy to... Uh to prepare you for <laughs> an infant. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I can hold that infant all day long. That's so true. That puppy's going to tear up stuff. That's true. And That's make true. Mess every- no. That's true. That's true. Whereas a baby, it takes a little bit for them to get to that stage. Right. That's so true. As I speak with marker on my wall. Right. Indoors. Yeah. When they came over, the, when they came over the other day and they were covered in marker, I was mm-hmm. like, Savannah, what happened to your kids? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. But thank you for coming and talking today, Savannah. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. You are such a joy, and you have such an important place in our family, and we love you, and um, I'm so uh, excited to see what the future holds for you. Well, thank you for having me. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in to Run Mama Run. Stay tuned for um, the interviews we have with the other sisters. We've got two more. Um, at least to record. So we don't know where you came on in these episodes, but um, we sure do appreciate you tuning in and we are so thankful for you. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Run Mama Run podcast. Check us out on social media at runmama.run. And mamas, keep running.